The sun rises on the eastern coast of Athern. Fishermen in the port of Gredlin are already hard at work in the shallow waters of Ugon Bay. They bring their bounties into port and clean cut and prepare the fish for the market. But the sun continues to rise. Daylight eventually pierces the sides of the Eslin Mountains before shining brightly down on the city of Athern and the valley leading to it. The valley is called the Gates of Exdolu, where cliffsides are decorated with statues and large inscriptions telling the history of the Orc Nation. The sun continues to push across the western horizon to the ruins of Refgan's Keep on the western border of Athern. There we see several orcs nestled and hiding behind broken stones watching the horizon afraid that the armies of Heltron's Blade may be back on the move after years of not fighting. The orcs wear different emblems and insignias of their tribes and clans, all working together ever watching for another invasion. Sunlight pushes across the war-torn landscape further, across this narrow isthmus. Weapons and armor, siege equipment and camping gear, so much left behind on this entrenched battlefield for years now. Junkers roam the fields in the night, picking up debris. As the sun rises, these pale-skinned, frail humanoids flee to the coast of this isthmus, seeking shelter from the daylight. A bell tolls at the top of Windstrafe Keep as the night sky disappears to the west. A Samarian soldier yells out, Shift change! The tired, weary-eyed Samarian soldiers are on lookout on the walls, nod to their relief, and head into the barracks. The new guard, now refreshed, stand idly at the parapets of the keep, watching the eastern horizon. The tension between Athern and Heltron's blade has dampened after years of peace, but war is still on the mind of these soldiers, and they wish not to see that bloody landscape again. We then hear the clatter of a stable door. A stable hand reaches, unlatches the door, and pulls it open behind him as several horses rush out onto the lush grass of a ranch. We then hear, Shower 2 now open. The large pedestrian to equestrian is getting the morning going. A small market table is set up outside where many have gathered to get their pulled pork and egg breakfast sandwiches. The travelers get their breakfast and saddle back up, heading into the grand city of Somar. And as the sun hits the top of the buildings in the city, they reflect back into the sky as sorted colors. The white stone buildings with their different colored roofs are a spectacle to see in the morning. A truly beautiful and vibrant metropolis. And then on the lower edges of the mountains, the sun hits and begins to defrost what it can. A shimmer of sunlight reflects off of the dripping ice and melting snow. A mountain goat walks the edges of a narrow cliff and bleats happily at the sun as it feels the warmth. The sun rises more and more along with its warmth up the mountain. Then there is a black soot hiding under a thin layer of snow. Then the crumbles of large bricks and stones that have slowly cascaded down the mountain to a new resting place. The sun finally reaches the flat top of this mountain where the Universal Library Complex is mostly in ruins. But right in the center of this mess is a large black sphere. Inside are the five of you and Kurgle. Keth lies in the center of the dome, fanned out and snoring loud. Astra lies on her side with her back to the wall of the dome. Oystrich is nestled into her neck in his bed of auburn hair. Felomir rolls over from his belly to his back. His horns hold his head up like a pillow. Doroth is lying on his back, holding his drum on his chest, hugging it in his sleep. Kurgle sleeps sitting up. Obviously fell asleep while eating as a bowl of stew rests in her lap, spoon loosely gripped in her fingers, and a little sliver of stew juice falls from the corner of her mouth. Pivak chirps and buzzes softly as he cleans himself, but he is only doing the act of cleaning himself, not actually being cleaned, a side of his animal nature he hasn't lost yet. But Finch... You sit near the edge of the dome, cross-legged, staring at the four orbs that you have laid out in front of you. The blue, the black, the green, and the red. You got a long rest, but it wasn't a good rest. Troubled by your recent journeys, your changes, and not sure what is to come, you ponder what life has brought you. Then the black dome quickly fades out of existence. The five of you, with Kurgle, awake to the piercing morning daylight. I think as the uh, the hut would have disappeared, I would have gathered my orbs and put them back away. Okay. And each of you slowly open your eyes as the sun starts to pierce those eyelids of yours. <sighs> Grunt and slowly sit up, rub my eyes. Astra stretches and accidentally flings Oystrich out of her hair. Oh, sorry, bud. Dorth is just going to drop his drum. Ah! Oh, oh good, good, good morning. 
Oh, good morning. Oh, good morning, everyone. Morning. I would also like to say I probably have the orbs in the satchel just in my lap, still sitting cross-legged. I'm just kind of holding them. I'm definitely more reserved and quiet. Well, you look rested. I slept. Yeah. A lot on my mind. It's a lot in that satchel, too. Yeah. It's it's strange. I feel halfway like I, like I succeeded, but I also kind of feel like I failed as I kind of look towards the letter that's maybe in my other hand that I'm still gripping. Yeah, there's also a lot in that letter, it seems. So, what are we going to do? Well, um, I, I wear this emblem on my chest as I, like, reach up and touch the engraved Crimson Command symbol in, in this one. And then on the other side, I touch the Master Scout symbol. It means everything to me. It is my purpose. I, I, We've asked ourselves many times, are we the bad guys? I, I know we're not, but maybe we haven't been the best guys, and, and maybe... Maybe I have to atone for what's happened, what I've done. I don't know. I, I believe in the Crimson Command, and that, that's why I'm a part of it to the degree that I am now. And so I don't know that I want to turn my back on that. Yes, I will say that that letter is rather vague. I wonder what they're charging you with exactly. Yeah, it's not like we've done anything that bad. Everything that we did do was for the orbs, and we got them now. Well, I would say that I'm sure High Captain Gate is not pleased with his son's passing, which, you know, definitely came from my hands. Um, oh, that. And then the island of Laron, we did not leave in good shape. Oh, yeah. And there was that time we tortured those guys. Exactly. Like, uh, all things that we did in the moment, thinking they were right, but, you know, obviously looking back now, hindsight is twenty twenty. Maybe what we thought was right in the time wasn't right. I mean, I think we made the right decisions in the moment, but uh, others could possibly misconstrue our intentions, maybe. <gasps> That's what they're going to try to do. They're going to try to make us look like, ooh, we got to be there. We got to be there together. We can't let him get railroaded. I, I will definitely, you know, I'll try and defend my actions um, best I can, but ultimately it is probably up to a jury of my peers to decide what, what was done if it was correctly or incorrectly. Well, if you intend to go stand trial, I will support you. And I think everyone else here will also. Yeah, I, I don't know too much else or, or know what else really I could do. I, I, I do think of this vision that I had in, in the hut, you know, a little while back when I saw Heltrone and Chismrism. I, I think I think the orbs in Chismrism have some connection there. I, I think... Cause I, I'm afraid to go there and then the orbs be taken away from me. Every Obviously, they're everything I've been trying to get and accomplish here. I think it's safe to say they'll be confiscated. I mean, you are, from the looks of that letter, under arrest. Yeah, it sounds that way. I think I'm going to have to do a lot of things I don't want to do soon. Weren't you going to take them back to the command anyway? That was that was the plan, and, and that's what I told uh, Dubro when, when we saw him, was to let them know that I, I was coming, but... You know, I thought that the orbs were more important, and hopefully they'll understand. Hopefully. But I might want to try and get these orbs at Chismrism before they're confiscated from me. Before I'm behind bars and can't do anything to get to them again. So we sneak in? Well, actually, can't you reach out to people you have met before? <gasps> I can. As long as they're on the, you know, the same plane of... And yeah, as long as he hasn't jumped in his portal or something, he he should still be around, I think. I I can give it a shot. Maybe just see if he's in Gamor and what the temperament's like there and if he thinks we should come. Or if he has any idea of what to do with the orbs. I don't know. I know that's a lot to say and you can only say so much, but... Yeah, worth a shot. Reaching out, I'd say. Okay. Everybody, stand back. You don't need to stand back. There's no reason to stand back. I'll cast uh, Sending... All right. And you're targeting Chismrism? Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, Miss, Mr. Rism? Uh, it's, it's me, Dorth. Dorth Babe Growing Kyle. Uh, you met me and my friends, uh, specifically uh, Finch. You know, he, he was in, in Search of the Orbs. Well, we have those now. We were just kind of wondering, what's next? <laughs> Dorth. <laughs> you hear in your head, I'm sorry, let's summarize what you just said. <laughs> well, it's Dorith, 
friend of Finch. We have the orbs. What should we do with them? <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah, it was mostly just him being like, this is who I am and who I know. Yeah. Call to action came at the end. I don't know if he would remember Any me. Of you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the orbs might jog some memory, right? Yeah. You hear in your head, Doran. I can't say I remember you. I know what you're doing, though. You're using sending. The orbs? Finch? Are you talking about... And it cuts off because of 25 words. Uh, <laughs> or whatever limitation mm, there is. Forgot about the limitation. Mm -hmm. um, oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> what? What did he say? Not much of anything. One thing he did say is that he doesn't remember us at all. What? How can he not remember us? We were there when Gamora almost fell. With orbs. I can try it again. Reminder that Chisholm Rism is a part of the Wizard's Rainbow, not the Crimson Command. And he's an old coot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it might be useful to see exactly where he is. Oh, I forgot to ask that. I will cast sending. What else should I ask? <laughs> oh, no, we're going to do this one at a time. <laughs> how, many, how many spells? Yeah, how many times can you do it? You want it role playing? <laughs> ASL. I can do it. One more time after this. <laughs> well, you can also upcast it. That is true. <laughs> so then I can do it <laughs> seven <laughs> more times, technically, but yeah, I think I would I'll also still... borderline kill you. Yeah, we'll at just least take another my... long rest. Yeah, we'll just We're fine. go to sleep right now. Before I do this again, is there anything else I should ask? If he had the orbs, what would he do to protect them? Also, maybe toss in there if he is at if, if he is in Gamor. Uh, see, I guess he doesn't remember Finch, so he wouldn't know what their standing is with him. But he might not even know that Finch is being looked for because he's not part of the Crimson Command. So yeah, I guess just maybe name drop the the legendary four orbs. Yeah, and see where he is and what he would do if he were us. Okay. Well, yeah, just go with that. I I think I can convince that. <laughs> Hey Chisholm, it's me again. Where are you? And if you're in Gamora, are there any high alerts? Dorith. Hello again, Dorith. Uh, well, I'm actually not in Gamora. I haven't been there for months now. I've been assigned a job by Wizards Rainbow to go into Mithron. Ah, okay, okay. He's in Mithron. Hmm. He knows nothing of the state of Gamora. But the good news is we if we want to meet him, we don't have to go. I don't know if it's worth going to Mithron just yet. Dorothy, I hate to ask you to do it again, but could you could you just see what if he has any ideas on how to protect the four orbs? You know this hurts, right? I give you some good berries. Actually, shit, I don't think I can make good berries anymore. <laughs> you can actually just, I can just heal. heal you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you can put your hands on. <laughs> I'll lay my hands on you. I can do this one more time. So we're asking what he would do. To protect the orbs if he had them, I guess. Yeah. Yes, inform him that we have all four legendary orbs and we wish to protect them. And if he has any ideas how to do that, they would be very welcome. Okay. One more time. <laughs> hey, Dorth. Uh, let's say you're us and you have all four legendary four orbs. What would you do to protect them? Dorth. Well, Dorth, I wouldn't protect them at all. I would use them for their power. I really need a new power source for my chaos portal. It actually might be the last thing I need. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Okay, I'm just going to say this real talk. I don't think Chismrism is the move. <laughs> <laughs> Why? He just said to me that he would use them to power his chaos portal. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, that doesn't... I don't know. I don't know if that sounds like... The right road. It's ridiculous, right? The chaos portal's fine just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it is called a chaos portal. I don't understand how adding an orb to the equation is going to help it. It's chaotic. It's a portal. <laughs> well, they are sources of arcane energy. I see how he could want to use them as a source. And also, <laughs> is the chaos portal mobile? Because he's in Mithron, yet as far as we know, the chaos portal is still in Gamor. I don't know how portals work. You're the magic man, you tell me. Well, I, I believe most portals of that magnitude are stationary. Like the ones we saw in Saravale? Yeah. No, you couldn't move those easily. Uh, Dorothy, you hear in your head. Do we need to extend this conversation? 
Joe just kind of reels back. <laughs> he never <laughs> sent me a message before. He's never been sent before. Yeah. Bleed my own blood. <laughs> what is this feeling? Uh, give, give me a second. I'm. We're huddling out. <laughs> so that that was Chism Rism. So it's is that what it feels like when I do that to you guys? Because I don't like it, and I'm sorry. <laughs> well, what, what do you say? He asked if we sh- if we sh- should continue the conversation, and. Uh, I, I said, hold on. Well, I mean, if he can continue in a way that doesn't hurt you, sure. Yeah, I'm sure we can gather more information from him if possible. So we need him to reach out again yeah, again? Yeah, I need him to call back, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Wait, we just sit here long enough. He'll try again. <laughs> so, I mean, we do have those orbs. Wait, did you respond to him? Yeah. He I said, s- give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all sit there for a moment. <laughs> you go ahead and fix some breakfast. Get a stew going. Oh yeah, Astro was gonna stand up and uh, grab Kurgle's bowl out of her <laughs> lap. Uh, let's get you something fresh. Okay, I guess we could. Yeah, I guess it be a better breakfast. <laughs> and I'll start whipping something up. <laughs> and about five to ten minutes goes by, and then you hear in your head again, Doris. Hello. Yes, yes, fine. Let's continue the conversation. And so, like, the spell ends. And then another, like, two minutes goes by, and he says, What you're going to have to do is you're going to have to draw something in the ground for me. But first, you're going to have to collect a rock, some water, you might need some acid, and some copper pieces. And then it cuts off. All right, I'm good on three of the four of those things. Where am I going to get acid? What? Why do you need acid? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Chismrism got back in touch with me. He says he needs me to draw something in the sand, and I also need a rock, some water, some acid, and some copper pieces. Oh, I I might have a spell. Really? <laughs> There's a spell for that. <laughs> and you have a mini mining mitt, right? I do. Where can we get water? I mean, <laughs> pull out my water scan and yeah. hold it up. <laughs> it's also, we can melt some snow or something. Eureka! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will collect those things. I'm going to find a rock sitting somewhere. All right, so yeah, you find a rock. You got some water, and you got... What are we doing? Chismrism says this is a way that we can continue the conversation. Ah, yes, of course. Like a ritual casting? Yes. I like wide-eyed. <laughs> I believe that's what he's referring to. Yes. <laughs> I have copper. <laughs> I pull out six copper pieces. All right, so you said something about acid? Yeah, I, I've got my chromatic orb. <laughs> <laughs> it's a four-inch diameter sphere of energy. <laughs> that blows up. Doesn't? I still have a scroll of Melf's acid arrow. <laughs> oh. I could cast it on one of, uh, one of I don't know, on could build a, a bolt real quick or something and then we would have some acid on the tip that we could use so just so you know the way that that spell works pretty is pretty much just like chromatic orb where you're just like a an acid arrow forms out of your hand and shoots okay well yeah. could i just shoot that at wherever we need acid i, and I think that's work? what she's suggesting okay, as well okay. <laughs> well both of these are very good ideas <laughs> uh, maybe we should draw the thing in the ground away from where we are and then just shoot the acid at the remaining components, and whatever's gonna happen happens. Yes, I do. I do believe that uh, the acid arrow spell does leave some residual acid behind, so that may work. Do we know what to draw in the sand yet, or you hear in your head? Do you have all the items? I do. What am I drawing on the ground? And then the spell ends. <laughs> oh my god! And he says, "All right, you're gonna have to draw my face." And what you're going to do is you're going to use two copper pieces for my eyes, the rock for my nose, and then you're going to draw out my mouth and fill it with acid. The water will be my beard and hair. (laughs) Okay, does anyone remember what Chismrism looks like? (laughs) Uh, I believe I'd recall his face. Okay, if I ask you to draw a picture of his face on the ground, (laughs) would that be a ridiculous request? I'm gonna make an insight check. <laughs> I I have a photographic memory, so I believe I can recall uh, critical on my insight check. <laughs> All right. Too bad that wasn't for the drawing check. <laughs> oh, God. I remember exactly what he looks like. However, 
I'm not the best artist. <laughs> I, I might be able to do something. <laughs> also make an insight check that is a 20, not a crit. All right. I'm going to kind of step maybe like 15 feet away and cast prestidigitation to just kind of like get an outline. Okay. So are you like getting the snow away to just get to the ground? Yeah. And then you're going to use prestidigitation to draw an outline. Um, how does that work with prestidigitation? We have established that they both remember exactly what he looks like. It's just getting his image <laughs> on. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, the both of you remember what he looks like. Felomir a little more than Astra, but Astra's is plenty. And Astra, you want to attempt the drawing? Sure. I'll use Mage Hand. Okay. I'll actually, I'll be like her, like reference photo. I'll hold my hands up and just <laughs> repeatedly cast prestidigitation so there's an image of Chism Rism just floating in my palm so you can draw from that. Oh yeah. Um, I will need a performance check to do the drawing. That's a 13. <laughs> you start to draw it. You're getting a good outline but you just kind of mess with the eyes and the nose and the mouth a little bit and you, it's just it's a little rough. You're not sure if it's exactly perfect. Well, What do you guys think? I sort of tilt my head. <laughs> That's his nose, right? Oh, I, I forgot the rock. Let me just... Uh, <laughs> if you can make it better, go go ahead and I'll cast prestidigitation in my hand and <laughs> show him a reference. Let me see if I can make some adjustments. All right, give me a performance check. Uh, 14. 14? All right, so you do a little bit better, but you kind of mess up the hair. <laughs> All right, I see what you guys are going for. Dorothy, you're the artist. Come on. I, I, an artist of a different perfect. I'll give it a shot, okay? <laughs> Lucky dice. <laughs> sure. <laughs> to draw this man's face. Nice. <laughs> Eight, Dave. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Eleven. Eleven with your performance bonus? Mm -hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> it was two fours. All right, so yeah, you start to draw, and yeah, it's just worse than theirs. So there you got three very poorly drawn pictures of Chismism in the ground. See? It's abstract. It communicates feeling. <laughs> okay, I it's like 100 it. It's 100% him. Picasso. And then you look over to your left, and you see Kirkles down in the ground also drawing. Yes. <laughs> Drawing a person she's never met. <laughs> she's just looking at the the drawing and like the picture, the the illusion of chismism in your hands, and she's looking back over. Well, I did some uh, cartography, and uh, I think I can make this happen. And you you look over, and she's got almost a perfect image of chismism oh as she rolled a sixteen plus two eighteen. <laughs> Yo, in talent, knew? yeah. Oh. That's what she needs to retire from pirating to do: become an artist. <laughs> Oh, Kurgle, that looks extraordinary, I would say. Yeah, I didn't know you could draw like that. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, I mean, I did the maps for, you know, one of my captains once, and then I had to kill him because I wanted the ship myself. Uh, ah, <laughs> yes. But look at what you learned to do in the process. <laughs> it's a little too realistic for me. Well, I think this will work. Yeah, I think we've got our outline, and y'all ready to put all the components in? Okay, so it was... Two copper pieces for eyes, the rock for the nose, and the poison coming out of the mouth. Acid. Uh, acid coming out of the mouth with water as the beard and hair. Yes. Huh. So we have to get the acid in the mouth? Yes. How's it going? It's, uh, uh, it's going, um, where, can you repeat the, the components again? Spell ends. <laughs> 30 seconds later. So you're going to need two copper pieces for my eyes, the stone for my nose, acid for my mouth, and water for my beard and hair. Okay, give us a second. Yeah, okay, that was correct. Um, how are we gonna do this again? If you guys just wanna do the other stuff, I'll shoot the arrow, uh, the, the acid arrow into the mouth at the very end and we all can take like a step back. All right, I expect you all to pitch in water though. The equal amount. I'll, st I'll start over here. <laughs> All right. So uh, give me a, Is are multiple people really doing it? Um, I'll give my water skin to Kurgle. Okay. Because I trust her sleight of hand. I mean, this is like half a water skin's worth of water total. Sure. Or give or take, I would estimate. Basically, there's a check coming up. 
and I need two people to do it, whether it's Kurgle and someone or two of you. I'm going to try to deal with this acid situation because I don't think just shooting the circle is going to work. So I'll someone else can deal with the water. So, Finch, you're shooting the arrow at the picture? Do you still need me in my arrow or no? Yes, but I you're think... You're just going to direct me. Yes. <laughs> okay, so Finch is involved, mm-hmm. and then you're involved, and then Dora's doing water, and then Astra gave water to Kurgle, so four of us. So we'll do two checks. First one's going to be between Dorth and Kurgle. I need an Arcana check. Would you like Kurgle to do it with advantage, or would you like to do it with advantage or one each? I would like to do it with advantage. Okay. Yeah, if Kirkle is about to do it, she has a negative one arcana. So. I figured. <laughs> I figured. All right, that's going to be a 17. All right. So uh, we get the water, the stone, and the copper all in place. And now we're doing an, a spell attack between the two of you. And you have advantage, Finch, with your spell attack because you're shooting the Melf's acid arrow. And you better wait for us to get out of the way, too. <laughs> yeah, I'll lean over to Finch as he's pulling his scroll out and say... Uh, if I recall correctly, this spell is uh, pretty aggressive. It, that arrow's going to streak right out. So you may want to aim slightly before the image, and then the acid should spray into the mouth. Okay, I, I think I understand. Because if you hit it head on, it's just going to destroy the drawing. Yes, yes, okay. What if we shot the arrow into a container that collected the acid? That's also an option. We'll just have to be quick. Potent acid. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, do you still have that brazier you used to perform that ritual? The find familiar, I believe? Uh, yeah, and I'll... That may help. Rustle through my bag. Uh, here. I'll take it from Astra and look wide-eyed at Finn. <laughs> All right. I want you to aim... <laughs> oh, my God. ...for the brazier. I'll collect the acid and then pour it in his mouth. So this brazier is like a goblet or a cup or something it's like, like a bowl like or six inches wide probably yeah, it's like it's six inches wide and it's brass and i'm shooting into it and you're holding it yes <laughs> and you see like i'm holding it with both hands and i'm just shaking vigorously <laughs> <laughs> look this is the only way just just aim true i know you know how or at least you used to oh my god <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Tense. Give me a second. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach over and touch Felmir on his shoulder and look him in, in the eyes like I got this. And I'm gonna take a, a step back and prepare myself and my scroll. All right. Uh, and you said I'm doing an attack roll with advantage. Well, since you're shooting it into the brazier, uh, it was with advantage for helping, but now he's not really helping. He's just standing there as the target. I mean, I gave him some good advice. I'll, okay, I'll Here. give him the help. <laughs> but it would have been disadvantaged because of the six-inch brazier. So, yeah, you're aiming at the six-inch bra- six brazier. So that's going to be a disadvantage already. So it will just be a normal spell attack. And uh, I will also use a bardic inspiration die. <laughs> Either way, Finch, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> Kath's just sitting in the background on some rubble, like eating the stew and watching intensely. Yeah, Kurgle's sitting right next to you, like slurping it down. That's a crit. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Roll that 10 just to see. Just to see if it's a doobly crit. No. Uh, I do need the damage, though. Uh, the damage is going to be 44 immediately and then 2d4 at the end of the next turn. And I'm going to treat it as a spell piece so it's a little bit more resistant. And I say more resistant. It is resistant, so half the damage you give me. Astra's just standing with her hand next to Felomir's hands on standby to cast Mendink. Uh, my 44 was 13. So half is six. We round down. I'm going to roll for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> the dice betray. Defender wins because I got seven. <laughs> so the... The brazier is falling apart, crumbling and melting in my hands so fast in your hands. Uh, And you quickly try to get it into the mouth before the acidity, the acid continues to burn. Uh, Give me a sleight of hand Uh check. Uh Uh Careful. 10. You pour it out onto the picture. It's not perfect. You get it in the mouth, though, for sure. But it's just not all only in the mouth engraving. So you're not sure if that's perfect or accurate. And then you hear in your head, Doroth. How's it going again? We did it. Do whatever you're trying to do. You wait for a moment, 
And then all of a sudden, like after about 10 to 20 seconds of waiting, the ground begins to morph up and his face is coming out of the ground only. You see his face and the ground begin to animate. And he says, oh, well, would you look at all of you? Whoa, whoa, what's happening? What the hell is that? Where are you? Oh, we're at the Universal Library. Ah, so you're at the, you're near the School of Rituals. Yes. <laughs> There's some awesome teleportation circles in there. Where? They're connected all over the world. Where exactly? Uh, in the School of uh, Rituals. I just look at a random pile of rubble. <laughs> There's one for Shandolin. There's one for... Tempia, and there's one for Lethensis. I don't think they're currently active. What do you mean? The School of Rituals has been destroyed. Oh, well, that's sad. Can you see us? Oh, yes, I can see all six of you. Can you see anything else? The two copper pieces kind of like bulge a little bit, and they kind of aim into like a radial look. Ah, well, what happened there? Looks like a giant exploded from the mountain. That's pretty accurate, yes. Oh. <laughs> Cass just looking at the ground. I wonder if Archmage Tindy survived. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, probably not. Did, did y'all do this? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, we did our best to stop this from happening. Well, I guess that's all you can do is your best. But in doing so, we also were able to retrieve this. And then I'll hold up the blue orb. It, we, we have all four of them now. Ah, yes, I remember you. You brought the green one to me that one time. Oh, so now you remember us. Well, yeah, now that I see you. Oh. <laughs> uh, y yes, in Gamore. And um, since then, much, much has happened and much has changed. Um, I've... I learned that I am the bloodline of Helltrone. Uh I had a vision with him, and 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 you were in it as well. And uh, you were you were working with the Chaos Portal, and oh yes, the Chaos Portal. I have it here with me. And you were working with a half elf woman. I think it it, it was something like Trial One Thousand Two Hundred Sixty Seven. Um, oh yes, I remember her, Badger. She's probably dead now. <laughs> I haven't heard from her since. Uh, maybe 2,000 tests ago? So she's probably dead. Wow, so so no no progress on the portal. Oh, uh, no, tons of progress. Ever since we got here to the Academy of Planar Learning, we learned quite a bit about it. We've got it to where it's stable for about 10 seconds now. Well, in this vision, again, you and I think just maybe your portal or just the idea of a portal was very prominent. And I feel like you're maybe an answer I'm looking for on what to do with these orbs now. Like, I knew that I was supposed to get them and protect them, but now that I have them, I'm not exactly sure how to protect them. I mean, I could use them. I bet that uh, I connected them to the Chaos Portal, I could make it last for a long time. Instead of just 10 seconds, I could basically choose wherever you want to go. Yeah, so, so when you say stable for 10 seconds, you mean you can choose a destination? Yes. I only was able to choose a destination now because of this school of planar learning. You see, they have a portal testing room in here, and they have coordinates for this portal. And I've connected it to those coordinates, and I can basically choose to go to whatever realm I want. I sent a couple people in about a month ago. One of them came back, and he's dead. The other one didn't come back, and then there's a third that did come back, and he was alive. And where did you send them, exactly? We've tested a couple different places. They first went to Dwarla. They bought a lizard beast of some sort. They brought back a tooth. A tooth that's bigger than my arm. And then they went to Exodus. And they came back with the giant head of a minotaur, I think. And then the third place, well, they went to Grixolis. And that's where one of them died. The other one's trapped. And then the other one came back. When you say died, he returned and then died? Um, well, we have ways to return now with gauntlets. You see, there's these gauntlets that Elio Ravacrana created for us. It's basically a reverse banishment spell. Do you know the spell banishment? Ah, yes, I'm familiar. It's basically a reverse that. Well, I guess it's not a reverse that because you're in another plane and it brings you back here, but... It's just a banishment spell that works remotely, you Well, could say. It, it's specifically honed to this location. You can choose where you return. Ah, and you said Elio? 
Elio was the one that created this? Yes, Elio Ravacrano. Yes, I've met him. He's a wonderful person. <laughs> yeah, he had some, uh, I think he called them he- wheelies. Yeah, they're wheelies. He he still wears them. He's he's here now, just rolling around the halls of School of Planar Learning. Does he have those stylish blue jeans on? Actually, he's got overalls on today. Ah. You see, they, they actually have this new invention that uh, gets you across the land of Mithron. It's a new transportation device. What is it? It's called the Beam Path Carriages. The what? The Beam Path Carriages. Is it like a portal? No, it's more like a wagon, but automated, on rails. <laughs> wow. Wait a second. I think I think I know why this name is familiar. Did he ever tell you about anything he did on Laron? Oh, yes, that's where he started. He's an inventor. What exactly did he invent there? Well, he invented wheelies. And this thing called Firewire that he's trying to get done in Cerevel here. Also, he's got this concept of the portal party. Uh, That's my favorite fucking invention. Oh my god. He hasn't quite honed that one in, though. But maybe this Academy of Planar Learning will help him figure out how to make the portal party. So what is that? You just like piss into a portal and it's just gone and you just <laughs> don't really know where it goes? That, I mean, are you asking in a game or out of game? I'm asking out of game now. Waste that management. It's going to have more victims than all his other ones. Uh, Goddamn. <laughs> it's a porta potty, but it's just a portal that you yeah. fucking take a piss yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, it's just and like it's gone. The money goes where? Once it goes yeah. out of the portal, it's not my problem. Yeah. Who knows? Hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well. Make Mardi Gras easier. They're going to have to get that one right on the first try. <laughs> that's, that's not something we experiment Better with. Better not take a dump with your gauntlets on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not sure what your dream has to do with me, but if you have a vision and you think that it's, you know, not just a wild fever dream of some sort, then yeah, I'll take the orbs from you and I'll use them to power the chaos portal. I'll, uh, I'll look over at Finch and say, well, the whole point of this, I think, is to stop Vorin, right? Vorin? Yes, Vorin, the, the guardian? Yes? The guardian of evil? You're trying to stop him? We have reason to believe that he is uh, amassing an army in Grixolis that he plans to unleash upon Asus to try and take over. Ah. And we also know he was trying to acquire the four orbs to free him from his... The Book of Vorin, yes. Yes, this one. And I'll pull it out. (laughs) And I'll be like, which is why we are here at the Universal Library. So you went to the Universal Library to get the book? And then we found the orb. Huh. So, uh, are you wanting to fight Vorin? Trying to stop a fight before it starts, I think. I, I think I see what you're suggesting here. We give him the orbs so he can finish the portal, and we go straight to Vorin's face and fight him there. I like that idea. If you're trying to get to Grixolis, the Chaos Portal is the only way. It's the only way to bring the fight to him. Think about it, Finch. Screw Gamore. Let's go to Grixolis. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) You said you sent people to Grixolis. One of them died. One returned? Yes, one did return. His name's Rad. Rad. I think it's short for Radcliffe. And where is he now? Uh, He's still here, actually, helping me. And how is he? Uh, he's sad. His friend's dead. His other friend is probably dead. But he's there with you at the at School of Planar Learning? Yes, he's part of the Wizard's Rainbow, and he was assigned to this project. I've sent him a couple more times to the Chaos Portal, but he doesn't really like it anymore. I can't imagine he doesn't. But yes. the Order has demanded it, so du- duty, du- duty calls. It would be valuable to know what he saw and experienced there. Yes, do you have some sort of report uh, from when he came back, what he saw there? Uh, yes. Basically, what happened was they showed up and some drow in Dorgar attacked them. They paralyzed them, and then he broke free, and then the other two didn't. Well, we would love to speak with Rad, see what he... Can you put him on? <laughs> Unfortunately, I it's the spell only works with me. What well, can can you call him over to you and just uh, tell him what he says? It'd be kind of like you know the magic message, except you're right there. I'm a little more high ranking than you know, a messenger boy, but I guess I can do a little bit. What do you wish to know? Not exactly what he encountered there. Uh, did he notice any sort of army being built? Uh, any? I do remember from the report that he did actually spend a couple more hours chasing down his friend that got captured. He found a palace made of obsidian. That sounds like our guy. 
I would imagine that's where Vorin is currently, I would think. And that's where they took his friend, and that's when he came back here. And that's pretty much all that happened, according to his report. It's a desolate place filled with obsidian, subsidian spikes coming out of the ground, he says. Very terrifying. Uh, was the, the, the subsidian palace well manned at all? He didn't mention that, but I would assume that a palace of that sort, and if you think that he's amassing an army and that is Vorin's palace, then it's probably well manned, yes? Well, in my, my vision, Heltron, he, he did say that the orbs are a key to stop oncoming doom. Maybe the figurative language there is that they are a key to power your portal. I guess that could be true. I would love to see them. I'd love to try and power this thing up with the legendary orbs. Do we really think that's the best use case for the four orbs? I do not know anymore. <laughs> I mean, do we ha do we have another use for them currently? I, th I think if we go to Gamor, they're just going to be taken away from us. Why would they be taken away from you? Mm -hmm. Well, well, you see, our friend Finch here is under arrest. That's why we were asking if you were in Gamor and if you knew of any high alerts. I'm being summoned to the Crimson Court. Ah. They say I've abused my power as a master scout. Well, I have nothing to do with that, but if you want to bring me the orbs, I'd take them. And besides, what's what is it like if if he if you use the orbs to power the the portal, they just die or something? They'll still we can still do other things with them, right? When you use them to power, like are they just could they be taken right back out of wherever you put them, or is it like? I mean, they I would use them as energy sources. I mean, I've been going through iridarium bars left and right just to hold the ten seconds. The orbs, though. I could power this thing for eternity, maybe. But I just, there's like a slot. Like anyone could just take the orb out. Well, yeah. I mean, they might get damaged. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to them. I mean, the iridarium bars are very destroyed whenever they're used. Hmm. So the, your chaos portal, it, it's a one-way trip, right? And you only get back if you have the wristbands? Correct. So if you kept your portal open forever... There's no way for them to come through from the other side. Well, there's no. Whenever you go through it, you're just kind of placed somewhere. There's no other portal to walk back through. That's kind of the problem with the chaos portal. Is it teleports you instead of just walking through from one place to the other? At least that's my theory, and that's basically what I've learned from the recent experiment. But uh, assuming that you use the orbs to power this portal, do you think it would open an an actual portal or still just teleport you? Oh, I think it'll still just teleport you. I can just hold it open longer so you don't have to run through it in 10 seconds. Also, I can't really control where in the plane you go, but maybe if I have the orbs and I can, you know, turn it on and then work with it a little bit longer than 10 seconds, I can more calculate the area. So say that, hypothetically speaking, say we were to use these orbs to power this portal and open it to go to Grixolis. Is there any possibility in your mind that... There is a potential army on the other side of this portal that they have a chance of getting through it? Oh, no. There's there's no portal visible on the other side. I'll just sort of look around at everybody and shrug. How long does it take to activate these gauntlets? Right now it takes six seconds. You have to hold your hand there for six seconds. If it removes, apparently it doesn't work. And you can place the hand of a dead person on the gauntlet and it will teleport them back even when they're dead. That's how his dead friend got back. Ah. Hmm. So one gauntlet could bring multiple people back if they're holding on to it? No, one gauntlet is for one person. Okay. So we'd have to craft six gauntlets for you if all six of you are going. Well, I'm sure we can supply some of the funding, and I'll look at Keth. Funding unnecessary. Elio Ravacronas seems to have things quite in order, and, and Laron, he's quite rich now, apparently. What did we leave behind for him? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. You left the, the necklace at the gallows on the ground. Yeah, he could oh, like, control yeah. those souls and shit. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just, yeah. Great. Hey, you're in Mithron, right? Yes. Have you passed through Yen? Uh, yes, the beam path carriages stop in Yen before they get to Saravel. Oh, there are uh, the, the carriages are already built. Oh, yes. Elio Ravacrana has a ton of these animal constructs that have been building the beam path carriage rails all over the place. Oh, no. Mm. Kind of side-eye, everyone. <laughs> There's a gorilla and some beavers and a giraffe and a rhino. Not the sorts. animal labor. Not the construct <laughs> labor. Bernard! <laughs> and a baby pee. Then I, I take it they're doing pretty good, then. 
Ah, yes. We've got the entire transportation system all the way from Bella Tool to Sarah Velbilt. Oh, no, I mean the, the Yinians. Oh, the Yinians. Yeah, they're doing great. <laughs> Good. There was a baguette that was brought here that uh, my associate, Dara, really enjoyed. They do have some tasty baguettes. <laughs> great improv. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, another part of my vision, too, was uh, how the lesser guardians are now the fighters since the balancing of Asus took away immortality from the actual guardians. It might be nice to see Fasush, and maybe she could come to Gamora and speak on my behalf as well. Should I expect you? Still trying to figure that out. Okay, because this spell's going to end very soon. <laughs> uh, is is there a way that we can use these uh, beams to get to you? Yes, if you get to Bellatool, you'll be able to take the beam path carriages all the way to Saravel. You don't want to walk it, believe me. That's quite swampy now. Well, we know how to get there if we need to. Yes, um, I suppose we can reach back out if we decide to head over. I mean, if you want, you could bring me the orbs first and then go to Gamora and get arrested. I'll take them off your hands before they do. The problem is I've just done everything in my power to collect and protect these things, and I just, I'm, gosh, I'm just so unsure of what the right thing to do is, Chisholm. I, I'm really, I don't know if you're the one I should trust. I don't know if my, my Crimson Command brothers and Gamora are the ones I should trust. I'm at a loss. I carry a heavy burden, and it is weighing me down. Well, I can't help you there. I don't really do the, the philosophy kind of thing. I, uh, I just like the magics. <laughs> Bring me some cool shit, and I'll play with it. <laughs> what? I think, I think, as our friend here said, we'll, we know how to get in touch with you. I think I have a lot to think about. We'll, we'll let you know if we're on the way. Thank you for your time. No problem. And so I'll hear from North. <laughs> Door play. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, you'll you'll hear from me. All right. Well, it was nice talking to you guys that I don't remember. Goodbye. Dude, why did he even have to say the last part? <laughs> and the ground doesn't even like sink back to flat. It just stays normal, and it's just a frozen like sculpture of. <laughs> yes. You see the life fade from his eyes. Well, that was weird. It was. Maybe helpful? I mean, of, of course, if we supply the power, we have unlimited access to it, right? That was part of the deal? I don't believe we struck any sort of deal. It, w it would be in the deal. Otherwise, we wouldn't do it. I believe the deal would be that he would help send us to Grexolus with the ability to come back. But after that, now we have a, a passageway to get anywhere we want to be. Yeah. Aren't you tired of walking? That would be nice. Then we could just teleport from city to city and actually stay in caverns and sleep in beds. I've never teleported before. What's it like? Well, I guess I did it that one time whenever those shadow people had me, but that was kind of bad. I didn't really enjoy it. Is it sometimes pleasant? No, not really. It's always kind of weird. I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's refreshing. Well, I guess the decision lies upon you, Finch. I believe our choices currently are go to Gamore and face the music, so to speak, or go to Sarah Vale, meet Chisholm Rism, and attempt to go to Grick Solis, or something like that. Do we really think that we could go to Grick Solis and defeat Vorin? Probably not. Is it even possible to kill him in his own realm like that? Like, And he does have a whole army, too. We would have to get through or around. I mean, Felomir did kill uh, Hanet, so it's possible, apparently. Yes, and if you think about it, how many times did Doroth kill Velmir? He always has returned. Maybe that's why he returned, because she wasn't killed in his own realm. Potentially. Maybe I was only killing avatars. Perhaps this is the information that Gamor needs, and we could go in with an army instead of just ourselves. Assuming we can convince them... That we're telling the truth. You know, all, either either decision is based on so many assumptions. Well, that's the fun of it, right? You never know what's going to happen. I, just, I, I don't know that the six of us can can do it on our own. I think I think more people need to be involved. I, but. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I need to make a call, huh? 
As much as I want to take the fight to Grixolis, can we really trust Chisholm Rizum? Uh, he is a bit eccentric, but I don't think he's untrustworthy. I don't think Heltron would have shown him to me unless he was trustworthy in some in some way. He definitely said that the orbs are a key to stopping the oncoming doom, and maybe they're a key to power the portal, whether or not the six or seven of us go or an army of us go. I, I, I do think the orbs are meant for the portal now. Yes, I would agree. I believe we can convince them. Now, hear me out. While I'm all about the chaos portal, you know this. I think, I, 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 I think I fear our chances if we go alone. I think we go to Gamora, and we tell them straight up what's going on. They don't know the whole story. We can tell them the whole story, and then they'll be on our side, right? Yes, I, I tend to agree with Doroth. I think that it would be in our best interest to get as much help as we can. You know, we'll we'll end up going through this portal, regardless. It seems. But the, the the only choice is if we do it alone or with help. However, the first obstacle will be convincing them of Finch's innocence before we try to sway them to assist us. Yes, it's possible that you may end up having to fight him without me if I get put away. If they'll let you have the orbs after that. Assuming we're not all on trial. Well, we're not Crimson Command members. They don't have shit on me. <laughs> Well, think of all the good we've done. I mean, the, the first time all of us met, we saved the river's, river's end. And uh, we helped the Bullywogs. Br- bringing light to Mithron. I mean, no no one even thought that was possible. That No one had seen it in light who was alive, basically. Uh, right. What, what is it that they're even trying to pin against you? Well, just to, to play devil's advocate here. Uh, I believe your post in River's End, you did abandon, correct? You came with us to solve this problem, which we did solve. However, you were supposed to stay there, if I'm not mistaken, and wait on another Crimson Command soldier? Well, yes, but it was found shortly after that I was doing, I guess, what they considered the right thing because they made me Master Scout. A fair point. So they, they obviously they trust my judgment to some degree, and maybe that maybe that's a point to even bring up that they've trusted me before, and and things turned out all right. They did trust you at one point, but now they now clearly they have changed their mind. I think you got the shadow assassin thing working against you too. They probably think you did that. Like, like brought them. Well, I don't know if they think they exist. They're probably gonna say you were just going around killing other Crimson Command members. Well, they know the Shadow Assassins exist. They, There was a large massacre in Gamora when we were there. Well, yes, but remember recently when we would show up at the posts and they were just, just there before us? Mm. And the person there would be slain? And was Chadwick there any- never reported back to his father? Yes, was there ever any proof that we didn't do that? No, they could attempt to pin that on you, and I assume they will. Yeah, you're probably right. And honestly, now that I think about it, even when we were in Gamor, you know, you you gave the green orb up to Chismrism, you immediately retrieved it from him, and then Velmir ended up with the green orb and the red orb he possessed and massacred a large portion of the town, which I, I'm sure they could attempt to blame that on you if they wanted. I mean, it, it was... Wasn't it around that time that uh, my mission was given to to continue to try and retrieve these orbs, to try and stop this from ever happening again, the the things that happened in Gamor? And that's when we went to Mithron and lifted the darkness and retrieved the two orbs that were lost. I would mark that a a point in your favor. Oh, and there was Laron, too. And the temple. Probably doesn't look too good for you there. No, we're riding about 50-50, I think. Yeah, in all honesty, they have a case built against you, whether it be true or not. But we do have quite a few people we've met along the way that may be able to vouch for you. Yeah, you even formed a a new Crimson Command outpost in Yen. That's right. I would definitely like to think that some of those guys would vouch for me. How are they doing, by the way? (laughs) Well, as you know, I haven't spoken to them in quite some time. And then it will certainly be hard to explain... The 
Crimson Keep and Chandolin away. You know, we showed up and it. Yeah, if people people didn't see that, they just don't tend to believe believe it. I think all of this really pales in comparison to Gate Sun. That's that's the one. I agree. I I agree. Well, I mean, I I could see how High Captain Gate would take the most offense to that, certainly. But hopefully, if he's unbiased, it. And that's why I tried to be open and honest as as soon as we found out. You know, I we we buried him with with his boots. We were attacked first, and uh, we we made made a grave. And I tried to let him know where he could go visit if he wanted to. No, oh, we, we were just defending ourselves. He ran at the end. Ooh, maybe it's best they don't know that. <laughs> he did run away, didn't he? <laughs> he very much did. But we didn't know who he was. Or but, I mean, if we hadn't fought back to the point of him running away, he would have killed us. And so when someone is out to kill me, I fight back, and I don't quit. That's why I'm a master scout. I think it's also best you don't say that either. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight until you're dead. I don't care. <laughs> Whoever you are. Uh, I will say, Finch, that it seems like that they do have a, a a substantial case built against you, just based on what I can recall. However, we also have many people that can vouch for you and us and your intentions. We, we just got to hope that they're there. I'm sure we can get them there if need be. And I personally feel that the benefits of clearing your name and gathering allies in this fight far outweighs the potential issues that could arise from it. I agree. I I don't think we can do it alone. I think we need B-Boy. It, it, uh, I would love to see some lesser guardians by our side. Who all could we call on? Well, you've, you've got one here. And Fasush, of course. Ovid Lars also. <laughs> he's... Ovid Lars. He's barely yeah. there. Well, he's Lars, what's yeah. left of him. Assuming Old he's still bones. around. <laughs> I mean, Balulabub and... Bulabub will vouch as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I have Caitlin at the school. All of, uh, the, all of my brothers in Yin. The Sentinel uh, commander we spoke to in Chandolin, uh, Commander Grind, Grindle, I believe was his name. He seemed to believe what we had to say, at least. Do you have any friends within the Crimson Command that would vouch for you? Well, um, Bryn was, was a friend, and Grant was also a friend. Guess I haven't heard from Rokar in a while. Perhaps he could come. I'm sure he would vouch for you, right? I would be shocked if he didn't. I need you guys to know I'm going to need at least one full rest of sleep before I call all these people. <laughs> <laughs> at, at that, and I'm like, I, I know that this won't help you do the spells again, but and I'm going to lay hands on him and heal him for however much you used. Uh, yeah, that's going to be 9 HP. All right, well, you get 9. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, the more I reflect and the more we talk, I, I, I'm, I'm a Crimson Command member, and uh, I'm being summoned to the Crimson Court. I think that's where I'm going to go. And think about it. When they see you stroll in with your shiny new suit, <laughs> who's going to turn that down? Well, I, I think I agree with you, Finch. I think it's best to... Go to the, the Crimson Court and face the music. And I mean, we know that your intentions are good. And we're the ones with the power, it seems, to stop Vorin from returning with his army. And all we can do is plead our case. Yeah. And you could look at it this way. If they do take the orbs from you and lock you away forever and we're not able to get to them and all that, they'll have <laughs> them to fight with themselves. Yeah. I guess as long as the war is won, it would, yeah. it would be a victory. I mean, you wouldn't get to see it or get any of the credit <laughs> for it, and it'd be a really terrible end to this whole adventure. But yeah, a victory. I've never really had that much luck in courtrooms, though. Well, you're guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Oftentimes, yeah, I'm pretty guilty, but I usually plead innocent. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I'm sure they take that into consideration. <laughs> you're, you're not wanted in, in Gamora for any reason, are you? No, uh, I might be outside, the, like outside in the seas. You know, the code of the seas and all. Oh, no, the sea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, based on the, uh, the artistic skills you portrayed earlier, you'd make a great court sketch artist. <laughs> <laughs> they doing that? <laughs> what's, a, what's a sketch? 
A drawing. A drawing. <laughs> if he will. Okay. That, maybe that could be my new career path when we're done with all this. Yes, essentially you just sit in the courtroom and draw what you see. I mean, I don't like drawing, but I guess I can do it. <laughs> if it pays well, I'll do it. What does it pay, actually? <laughs> <laughs> be a, a drawer? <laughs> Astra, you've been really quiet. What do you think? I think it's up to Finch. I mean, I'll stand by him in whatever decision he makes. If he wants to stand and be true in front of the Crimson Court, then I'll be there with him. Sounds like we're going to Gamor. Yeah, I think we are. All right. The sun at this point is, you know, it's probably about 10 a.m. at this point. Uh, so you still have pretty much the whole day ahead of you to get off of this cold, cold mountain. The weather is quite nice, though, so it's not like... You're, you're definitely in your winter clothing, but you're not, like, dealing with frigid wind blast or anything like that. Where to? How, how do y'all want to do this part? You just hear me mumbling under my breath. Telefonte for Where's that uh, teleportation circle at again? <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember the words. I think it's over here by the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, the teleportation circle is over on the, like, north side of the mountain, I believe. Or the west side of the mountain. And so, uh, y'all pack your things and start to walk that way, I guess? Yes. So, you walk over towards the portal, and you all step onto the platform. Do you have it written out where you can try and say it? I can try. <laughs> <laughs> Telfonti, Borkalor, Pondor Telen, Kigoriosa. Give me an arcana check. <laughs> 22. You felt like you got it right, but maybe the T-L-F-A-N was a little different than it should have been. T-L-F-A-N? Yes. Telfon? Telfon? Telfon. Telfanora? Telfanti. Telfon? Telfonti? Telfonti. Do it again whenever you're ready, buddy. Telfonti. Are, are you having trouble? I have it. I've, give me a moment. Helfotania. <laughs> Welthornia. Kikogana. Kikogana. <laughs> Do you have those written somewhere to where you remember them or did you just know them? No, off I just head? know them now. <laughs> it's a core memory. Telfonti. <laughs> Borgalor, Pondor, Telenki, Goriosa. Telfanti, Borgalor, Pondor, Telenki, Goriosa. Go again. Telfanti, Borgalor, Pondor, Telenki, Goriosa. Why do you do door with <laughs> Pondor? Pondor. <laughs> it's the word Pondor. <laughs> Look, it's arcane pronunciation, okay? <laughs> What was it again? <laughs> <laughs> when you're thinking about something, what do you do? Pondor. Telfanti, for calor. Ponder Telen, Kigoriosa. A yellow light begins to illuminate around these, this teleportation platform, and you are all sucked out of existence and back into existence at the bottom of the mountain. Across the narrow isthmus. Isthmus. How do you say that fucking word? Mary Isthmus. Isthmus? Isthmus, I think. Across, Google. across this narrow isthmus. That still sounds so fucking stupid saying that word. What does it mean? Just what use a layman's term. It's the narrow, like connection between two large bodies of light. Say a hallway. <laughs> Strip. Um yeah. Isle, inlet. On. What did um, they say in uh, the Critical Role show? Isthmus. Isthmus? Isthmus. 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 So don't do the TH. Isthmus. Isthmus. 
Dismissed. Silent letters are fucking stupid. <laughs> I agree. <laughs>